0: Content warning. This episode contains content concerning natural and man-made disasters, as well as covers the topics of human death and injury, animal death, effects of chemical and nuclear disasters, as well as widespread fires. If this content tickles your fancy, great. We'll see you in just a bit. If this one just isn't for you, we understand. Go ahead and skip this week, and as always, we'll see you next Tuesday. These roomies do their research, but they are not experts, so it's best not to hold any fumbles, foibles, or fallacies against them.
1: They're just here to have fun and empty their brains of any occupying thoughts.
0: Hey. Hey, Jessie. Hey, Rhonda. What do you call a fat pumpkin? A pumpkin. A plumpkin! (laughs) A plumpkin! (laughs) A plumpkin!
1: Like, why would you call it something different? It's just a pumpkin. <laughs> a plumpkin, hey, a plumpkin. welcome back to Occupied Thoughts. This is one of your hosts, Jesse,
0: they them, and I'm also Gomez. This is your other host, Rhonda, she her, and I am Morticia. It's finally happened, We've, <laughs> We've kicked Toby off the
1: podcast. <laughs>
0: we made that joke every time, it's just the two of us.
1: One day it's gonna be true, no I'm kidding. <laughs> Literally, Toby is uh, feet from us, but he has his headphones in so he can't hear. Potentially, nope,
0: he can't. Okay, he <laughs> probably won't send this episode because we can say anything we want to about him. <laughs> <I'm> like what, <laughs> little bitch? Don't care. <laughs>
1: So, Rhonda, what are we going to be talking about this episode? What fun things are you bringing to the table? I have so, so much fun. So much, such loads of fun for you today. So fun. So, so fun. as you uh, you may have heard our, hopefully you listened to our disclaimer at the beginning and have an idea. This is part of our Halloween series, so we're getting spooky in a different way tell us what we're
0: in for today we'll be talking about the world's largest disasters (laughs) Woo! most of them are man-made um i do have a little a little natural disaster sprinkled in there for some spice (laughs) for variety (laughs) just kind of mix it up a little bit and we may have a joke break in the middle we will definitely be having a joke break in the middle (laughs) help get us through so kind of i'm just gonna break down some uh, disasters, uh, kind of go over what happened, and then kind of look at what went wrong, essentially, um, as best we can, because some of these have very limited knowledge. (laughs) Okay, so another little disclaimer, Um, a lot of these are not in the U.S., and unfortunately, I don't know how to pronounce some of these things, so I'm going to try my best. Um, If I get something terribly wrong, please let me know. So I can fix it in the future, <laughs> but I will try my best. Later, we'll edit them in, and it'll be Rhonda <laughs> to say it correctly.
1: Just like da da da. da, da. <laughs> <laughs> there was a podcast I listened to where they did one of those where the the host said it so badly that they actually did go in and just like replace it with. If it gets that bad, we also <laughs> will do that. <laughs> Someone's like, "Wow, you were not
0: even close." You're like. Please. I do also want to state that we are going to into this with like great respect for the victims of this. This is yes. in no way uh, uh, poking fun at anyone. Or making light of this stuff. Right. Yeah. This is very serious situations um, that Jesse and I both find fascinating, the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we wanted just to kind of share and go over that. But just know that this is we're laughy and jokey in the beginning cuz we know it's about to get
1: real not fun, not funny. You got to have some of it, some of it some place to to keep us going, you know.
0: Okay, so to start us off is the Bhopal disaster. Okay. Um also known as the Bhopal gas tragedy. Mm-hmm. So it started on on the evening of December second, nineteen eighty four, and continued on into the early hours of December third. Hmm. Um, so this was a gas leak at U- Union Carbide India Limited pesticide plant in Bhopal, Madhya Pradesh, India. Yikes! You got a gas leak or whatever.
1: It's going to be and also a pesticide plant. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is good about this situation Absolutely so not. far.
0: All of these, I was reading, and I was like, "It cannot possibly get worse," and it just keeps getting worse. Oh no! Um, this is uh the world's worst industrial accident in history. Interesting. Yes, and like to think that it happened not that long ago. What like was the year eighty four.
1: Yeah, which I yeah. mean, yeah, God. That's 40 years ago now,
0: which is insane to think of, but also not that long ago. Yeah. So here's a picture of the aftermath. That's what the plant looks like now.
1: Oh, this looks really cool, though.
0: That is the Tank E610, where it all started.
1: Yeah. So for people who are listening to this and not looking at our Instagram, or for if we ever get more listeners who are maybe visually impaired or blind, um... Yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm guessing this used to be a building. And yeah. so no longer. It is just the like frameworks of a building. And it looks like, I mean, it looks like frameworks that. Was this like soon after or is this like several years later? This do you is, know? Um, I think, kind of what it looks like
0: today. I'll have okay. to go back and double check. Yeah, um, I wonder how it looks. Because it looks like it's been like aged. A you know, lot for of years. these were tried their best to kept under wraps, especially mm. the ones that. We're in Russia, so it's kind of hard to find images. Sure, um, from, like the time being, right? It's like so a lot later. of it is like either aftermath. Um, I know there's one that I could find one picture, and like that's it. Wild, and it, I don't. I think it was just like a diagram too. It wasn't even like, like an actual We'll get picture into. Picture. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into it, but um. But yeah, that looks rough.
1: It probably even, I mean, but like, especially if that is current day, that probably looks a lot nicer than
0: it looked back then. Probably. Older, but
1: still nicer. Right. I figure it's probably been
0: kind of cleaned up. I'll see if I can find anything um, more recent. Back further. Or not more recent, but more. The opposite of more (laughs) recent. Exactly. (laughs) Close to the time. During this, 45 tons of poisonous methyl isonate gas, also known as MIC, leaked, and over 500,000 people were exposed to it yeah um so. is that I mean is that part of
1: pesticide or is that part of like production do you know
0: MIC is used in uh carbamate pesticides um such as carbaryl carbofuran, methomyl, and aldicarb it has also been used in the productions of rubbers and adhesives.
2: Hmm.
0: It's a highly toxic and irritating material and extremely hazardous hazardous to human health. Yeah, and like how many people got four hundred something? Five hundred thousand. Like, shit. Got uh, exposed to that. That's not great, right? Um, so, kind of like a timeline uh, for this is in the late evening. Um, water was believed to have entered a side pipe into, a, into tank E610 while trying to unclog it as it had contained 42 tons of MIC that had been there since late October. So the introduction of water resulted in a runaway exothermic reaction. Whoa. Uh, the pressure in the tank started at 2 psi, um, and psi stands for pound force per square inch. Damn. Um, 2 PSI is a normal, like, where it should be. And that was, they read that reading at 10.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. By 11, it rose to 10 PSI. So just 30 minutes later. And senior employees assumed it was an instrumentation malfunction and ignored it. This is probably fine. It's this is probably a- fine. <laughs> it's probably, ju- it's just reading wrong. We'll come back later. It'll be fine. Oh, like, but- they did come back later. <laughs> Oof. So by eleven thirty, workers in the area were feeling the effects of um, slight exposure. Ooh, um, so nice. they began looking for a, a leak. Sure, um, which was found at eleven forty-five. So um, this is what—that when me. it exploded? No, <laughs> oh, okay. It did never actually exploded, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it—it—it it, uh, it was just a. It kind of, we'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> um, so leak was found at eleven forty-five. Here's uh, the kicker. To me, like, because I was reading this, I'm like, it can't possibly get worse. And then it just keeps does. And I'm like, Uh oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you did this now. At 1215, a tea break was taken to decide how to move forward while employees continued to look for the leak. A tea break. Oh, my God. While there's pesticide leaking through your building. The tea break lasted for 20 minutes. Twenty minutes. That's got that. There's got to be. There's got
1: to be something in like. There's got to be something cultural. I feel like almost with that.
0: I'm sure there is. Right, but like, but that's. Oh, that's I think it's like bad, um, disaster control or like what it, crisis control. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, they weren't. They weren't losing their head in a crisis. They were calmly, you know, talking about it.
0: It gets worse. Let's oh, continue. No. So at twelve forty five minutes after the tea break ended, um, E610 reached critical state at an alarming speed. Temperatures were off the scale and pressure measured at 40 psi. At this time, a concrete slab above the tank cracked, an emergency relief valve burst open, Uh, pressure increased to 55 psi, and safety devices to prevent atmospheric venting had malfunctioned. Uh, or were not in use or were rendered inoperable none of those are good right so one of them uh, is,
1: i feel like one of them is actually is kind of worse because it's like if one of them just like wasn't being used or something like they hadn't like or they hadn't kept like maintenance correctly like some of these things are just like you know all of this is probably um not doing this stuff correctly oh what absolutely bad maintenance and absolutely such.
0: yeah that has been what it was decided was the cause of it right and we'll get into more of that later because there's another thing that boggles my mind when we get to that oh no yeah so the venting had malfunctioned so instead of venting like how it should it went just up and out into the atmosphere oh no so that's how we had a major gas leak um so an employee of ucli um, the company triggered an alarm system at 12:50. Mm-hmm. two sirens went off one for inside the plant and one outside for the public the outside alarm was soon turned off which was the procedure as to not to panic the public over small leaks
2: small leaks, small
0: leaks. that's fine right during this time the plant also began evacuation sure but, you know, it's just a small leak. It's small fine. Leak. It's fine. You know, it fucking blew the vents open. It's a small leak. Right. So at 1 a.m., um, the police uh, reported um, that residents of a town, Chola, were fleeing the gas leak. Mm-hmm. And uh, between one twenty-five and 2.10, the police contacted UCIL and... Um, the employees of Ucil ins- assured the police that everything is okay, and um, there's a quote on Wikipedia where I got this from: "We don't know what has happened, sir." I feel like that they just straight up lied to the
1: police. Either that, or if they really didn't know what happened, they should. I know <laughs> that <sighs> both of these things are bad. Both both scenarios are bad. Right?
0: Like, who is the person who's supposed to know if y'all don't know? Right? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the alarm's going off. Like, it was the entire facility. You should know something's up and not tell the police that everything's okay. Happening. It's fine. Um, yeah, so by 2 a.m., the leak was completely, uh, like, the tank was emptied. The ple- the leak was, like, petered out, is what it said.
1: Because there was nothing
0: left to leak out. Right, yeah. yeah. Um. And at 2.15 a UCIL employee walked to a police control room to inform the police that a leak even happened and that it, quote unquote, has been plugged. We're like,
1: well, it stopped leaking. It's like, yeah, because it's empty. Right?
0: (laughs) It's been plugged by air or like... (laughs) There's so much that went wrong. Like, um, Most of the residents in the surrounding area weren't even made aware that there was a gas leak um they found out by either exposure to the chemical yeah or by opening their doors to see like what was going on outside Yikes. um and then like there was such a huge lack of communication the hamidia hospital was first told that the gas leak was ammonia and then phosgene, and finally received information that it was mic they were told it's MIC. They were not told that but it's it was methyl or... isocyanate. So the hospital had no idea what MIC was. Yeah, like, what is it? And they couldn't, like, they didn't know how to treat it because they've never heard of it. They also received no instruction on, like, what the chemical is, like, how, like... What it does, right? how do you Right, nothing, absolutely nothing. They heard it's MIC, and the hospital's like, the fuck it is? Okay. <laughs> so, in total, it's estimated... 15,000 to 20,000 people died um, due to the side effects of this chemical. Holy shit. Do you know what they are? Do you have some of the things? I do not. Okay, there was so much fucking information. I cut out so much. I We could do an episode on each one of these. Right. I, I have 11 pages of notes. <laughs> this is the most I've ever researched a topic. I just want to know. Okay, Am I see C- uh... Estimates say that 8,000 people died within two weeks and then um, another uh, 8,000 uh, within the next two months. Ooh, okay, so buckle up. I'm just going to go into this real quick because
1: I am more really more really curious. So toxicity of uh, MIC, methyl isocyanate, so it's extremely toxic. There is no known antidote. The MIC is toxic by inhalation, ingestion, and contact in quantities as low as 0. 0.4 ppm. I'm guessing this was probably way worse than that. Uh, exposure symptoms include coughing, chest pain, asthma, irritation of the eyes, nose, and throat, as well as skin damage. Higher levels of exposure can result in pulmonary or lung edema, 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 edema. hemorrhages, bronchial pneumonia and death proper care must be taken to store (laughs) and i see it was not taken no tell you that it's like because of its ease of exothermically polarizing no Mm -hmm. poly polymerizing polymerizing and it's similar sensitivity to water so here's another picture of the tank yikes Mm -hmm. it's all rusty yeah, it just, I mean, like, so the picture I'm looking at, so one of the pictures that will probably be on our, our blog for sure, if not on our Instagram as well, depending on how many pictures there are total. Yeah, it just looks like it's, I mean, it's super rusted. Um, I'm guessing, like, it looks like the tank has, like, crumbled. It looks like it's just, like, completely just fallen to, like, disrupt, you know, fallen apart. I also don't
0: know how... Knew that photo is because it was Surely. really hard to find like any information. It's still so on one them. of those.
1: I mean, I don't know. Like, it's only been forty years. Yeah, I just feel like unless they, I like, don't know
0: if that like the chemical reaction would speed up decay or anything. It might have. I mean, I would be surprised. I took a chemistry class. <laughs> so, what went wrong? <laughs> so much. It sounds like <laughs> um, there's two sides to this story. There's the activist side. Which the courts did end up ruling in favor of, thankfully. Good. Yeah. Um, so the activists said there was slack management and deferred maintenance created a, stru- a situation where routine pipe maintenance caused a backflow of water into an MIC tank, triggering, triggering the disaster. Yeah. Which is probably what it was. Um it also, like, the Wikipedia article just talks about, like, how much of a, st- a state of disrepair the entire plant was. Yikes. And, like, it wasn't, like, stored in a stainless steel tank like it was supposed to. I and just all this here. other stuff. Um, and then there's the Union Carbide Corporation side. Where water was obviously entered the tank through an act of sabotage of course of course right the like, capitalist side is doesn't that feel like a terrible like b-plot movie <laughs> or b-movie plot whatever plot movie yeah shut sure. up <laughs> <laughs> oh but like
1: yeah it feels like it must have been someone else that had to, it couldn't have been our like ill management right? of the
0: situation oh my god Just like i can't with that literally with that many people dying yeah also <sighs> They were charged with the highest sentence you could get in India at the time. Mm -hmm. I think it should have been more. Um, The corporate leaders were charged with two years in prison and a fine of $2,000. Which was the highest sentence you could get at the time. Which I'm glad it was the highest. But um, they also posted bail real fucking quick. Yeah, because they are probably rich. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. So That's just pure like Human fault there, most likely corporate fault. Like,
1: and just like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it too was like cutting corners to save money and shit. You know,
0: like I believe in crisis situations, you should always err on the side of greater than less. Like the turning off the public alarm for like protocol for like a small leak. Yeah, I'm like, if a concrete cracked above it and like the valve erupted, that's not small leak anymore. Mm So, stop number two on our list two. is the Mayak disaster, um, also known as the Kishstim disaster or the Ozyorks disaster. It's Russian. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this happened on September 29, 1957. Okay. we go back in time. Back in time. <laughs> um, so, this uh, plant produced plutonium. Already off to a great start. Yep, sounds great. (laughs) Was also a site for nuclear weapons and nuclear fuel fuel. Fool. Yeah, they were the Fool. (laughs) They were. (laughs) Um was a site for nuclear weapons and nuclear fuel reprocessing. Fun. Just keeps getting better. This was one um, I think you briefly, like, looked over when I was doing my notes, but I had to tell Toby because, like, I could not fucking believe the shit that happened in this one. Oh, no. Like, the wiki article is – this is, like, the main one where, like, it cannot possibly get worse. Like, please tell me it doesn't get worse, and it just keeps going. Oh, no. Um, this is also one that, like, triggered, like, we will have a full episode about the top three nuclear uh, disasters where I can go so in-depth because I, I like – tapped the top like there's so much more oh, that no. i'm not even gonna like touch on because we'd be here for days <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into it if it just has to be me in the audience <laughs> okay <No, I'm kidding. laughs> <laughs> okay so this plant was located in chelia 40 now Oz yorks which is permanently closed <laughs>
1: makes sense yeah even like this is 70 years ago and i'm still sure
0: it's probably
1: oh yeah super radioactive which is
0: something that we will be talking about um and i've done so much research on like chernobyl itself sure that was also a reason like i could go on forever um because i'm not even talking about like the after effects really yeah and like the because there's after effects that we don't even know about like Absolutely. you know or like
1: things that we've recently learned about mm-hmm. the a- it anyway there's oh my god there's so much. We will
0: be revisiting this at a later date. Put a pin in that. Um, so this is the second worst nuclear incident, um, if you measure it by radioactivity, released. And it is the third on the International Nuclear Event Scale, also known as the INES. It was rated as a six. And seven is the max. Yikes. So it's Chernobyl, one in Japan, and then this one. <laughs> so... This is what happened. <laughs> to start off with, when the plant first opened, they just dumped the nuclear waste into the lake right behind it. And when the right. water was contaminated, they're like, oh, well, oh, no, it's already happened and just continued to do it. Oh, my God. <sighs> but then, like, your courts, like, shut off, like, the connecting water or whatever. But, like, okay, so it just became that's... a waste pile. And then when that became an issue, they began storing it underground. <laughs> so this is what led to this it was an improperly stored nuclear waste stored an underground tank that exploded like this is also a direct consequence of like the cold war sure because like america and russia were like rushing to do nuclear stuff yeah. and then so everyone didn't know what they were playing with mm-hmm. and then they made big oopsies and big mistakes Oh, there's a lot of stuff that happened. was happening around this time. Oh, yeah. A lot of craziness in Russia. So here's what the timeline looked like. September 29th at 4.22 p.m., an explosion occurred um, within a stainless steel container located in a concrete canyon 8.2 meters deep that was used to store high-level waste. It fully destroyed one of the 14 containers that it was in. Sure. So this uh, explosion was caused by a failure in a cooling tank that contained 70 to 80 tons of liquid reactive waste. Um, Rising temperatures resulted in evaporation and chemical explosion of ammonium, nitrate, and acetates. This explosion had roughly the force of 70 to 100 tons of TNT. A slab of concrete weighing 160 tons, which I told this to Toby because I could not, like, wrap my head around it. So he made me measure it in elephants. Oh, that's what he was talking about? (laughs) 160 tons is roughly the weight of 23 large male African elephants.
1: He was talking about that and i was like oh god we're gonna get into something where like 23 elephants die or something explode no you just need a visual of like how much weight that is i still can't even i, I can't even con uh, no i can't conceive one elephant right let, let
0: alone 23 elephants but um, uh, so a slab of concrete weighing 160 tons was torn off and flew 200 meters hitting a brick wall at this explosion site. Holy shit. Thankfully, it seems like this was off a ways and not close to the plant itself because they had the nuclear plant and then they had the storage facility. Sure. It's reported that no immediate casualties happened, but due to the nature that we're about to go into of the incident, it is unknown if that is true. hmm <laughs> Um... they say right (laughs) somehow somehow the explosion went unnoticed at first of course it was not noticed um until the first couple of hours there was a sharp increase in the background radiation that was picked up Mm -hmm. um and by that time explosive radioactive substances were already being brought into the city on like wheels of vehicles and then picked up on shoes and like spread around and, like, you can't see that shit. Sure. Yeah. How would you know? Yeah. Like, it's... Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. So, the next 10 to 11 hours, a radioactive cloud moved towards the northeast, moving roughly 300 to 350 kilometers northeast of the accident. Fallout resulted in significant long-term contamination levels. Yeah. And the territory that was exposed was named the East... Ural radioactive trace. 270,000 people lived in this area. Oh my god. Here's a nice little diagram. That is the East Ural radioactive trace. That's the only picture I can find of this incident. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the fun part of this is that, like, the the really heavy radioactive part on this map is just, like, this deep red, so it just, it looks like it's a wound on the earth, which, like, I mean, it is, essentially, but yeah, it just looks, it looks like a bloody cut, like, you just, like, stab the poor earth across
0: and just, oh, man. At least 22 villages were exposed to radiation, and evacuation took anywhere from two weeks, to two years. And the reason for this being was...
1: They just didn't care. The
0: incident was covered up. Yeah. Absolutely covered up. Very few people, even in Russia, knew it existed. Yeah. Um, I mean. It wasn't public knowledge until the 1980s. So, what went wrong? A lot. A lot.
1: <laughs> it was the 50s, so the biggest, that was one thing. The
0: biggest thing was it was the rush for, like, the nuclear war happening yeah um and so just because of the time period and like the knowledge we did not have mm-hmm. there were a lot of gaps so it left a ton of room for error and safety decisions and then that paired with the improper and misuse of y- nuclear waste because yeah. like the wiki article will have links to all of these on the blog post um because they're like extremely fascinating Reading through some of these things was kind of just like a little jarring because it made me remember that I grew up 40 minutes away from a nuclear power plant Yeah. and um, the tornadoes that hit in 2010 um, through Alabama where we lost power uh, for a week, I think, week and a half, something like that. Thankfully, my aunt had a friend who worked there. Her friend told her, Like, well, this is what we're supposed to say. But, like, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, like, I can tell you that we're fine. Like, there's no concern. Sure. Because they would not tell us. You think they're going to tell us if there's nuclear waste, like, fucking floating in the air? But I remember, like, we're sitting out on the porch. No power. I think April. So it's starting to become, like, lighter outside for longer. Nice weather during that time. and. Nothing else to do with my dad's talking about, like, how we could be having radioactive poisoning right now. I'm like, thanks. Thanks. Because I didn't need to worry about anything else. Oh my God.
1: Uh, Literally any like, your, like,
0: elbow aches, you're just like, is that, right? is that radioactive poisoning? <laughs> like, what thanks, it, like? it was wild. Definitely a core memory right there that little break back to nuclear reactors Ooh. our next stop is chernobyl okay i wasn't <laughs> sure you're gonna talk about that i am you know. okay there's just so much there yeah. i did i did pick two i only picked two just because i thought like th- these are the two like wildest thing but the other one i think did crisis control pretty well and so like there is stuff to dissect there but like it's not it was caused by like an earthquake i think and so mm-hmm. like these are man-made errors <laughs> and that's what we're here to focus on today the hubris of man yes okay so chernobyl happened um sure did april 26 1986 we're back to the 80s yeah that's so soon so not that far um it is considered the worst nuclear disaster in history yeah it's uh, rated highest on the ines scale which um is a seven the highest you can get yep which I don't know why it's only goes up to seven. Like that bothers me personally, but I'm not not here to judge their methods. Mm-hmm. Um, just the people who use them. Mm-hmm. So the incident occurred during a safety test on a steam turbine of an RBMK type nuclear reactor. Oh, I remember I was going to look up what that meant and then didn't. So someone tell me what it is. Right. <laughs> leave this. leave me a comment in the blog post and tell me what that means. <laughs> Um, During the test, the power, which was supposed to be lowered, um, unexpectedly dropped near zero. So it was not supposed to be lowered that much, just a little bit. And the operating instructions the employees were left with did not emphasize the risk, and the test continued as planned. So what should have been a reactor shutdown then became a nuclear chain reaction caused by an unstable reactor and design flaws. Oof. Um, so two explosions happened immediately. Um, one was a steam explosion from vaporizing superheated cooling water. And the um, they're unsure what the second explosion really was. It could have been another steam explosion. It could have been hydrogen deflagration. Or it could have been like a small nuclear explosion. Something similar to like a nuclear fizzle. Immediately following those two explosions was an open air reactor core meltdown. So like essentially... It blew the top off the building, and then the meltdown happened, and so it just went up and out again. Here's a picture. Yeah, the
1: the building is just melted, and and just wow, folks, go definitely check this out. I mean, it just the inside, it just looks like gutted. So you have your regular building, a uh, good. A good half of the building is still intact, and then you just have the other half that just looks
0: wrecked. If I can remember properly, they had all the reactors and different, like, wings of the sure. building, I want to say. So that's just one reactor and one wing. Um, but it's been a while since I've looked at, like, the floor plans of Chernobyl. Sure. So because of the open-air reactor core meltdown released airborne radioactive contamination... Uh, Fell throughout the USSR and Western Europe for nine days. Wow. Nine days. In total, 350,000 people were evacuated. I feel like that was more than the first one we talked about. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It took them
1: two years. Right. Potentially up to two (laughs) years. Well, that one was also
0: like hush hush, and this one was like, oh, fuck. I (laughs) I know you can't. At least people nearby you can't just hush hush. i'm pretty sure that was also like in a town too. this well i think chernobyl like was like in a pretty significant town where the other one was like a little village kind of thing yeah because i mean i've heard them talk about i mean there's like a ghost town like
1: nearby oh yeah because it's
0: it's like all the fallout has made it unstable to live exactly yeah it's wild i think i saw on tiktok where you can like pay for tours through that but i don't think it's technically legal and also like why would you want to expose yourself to that there's still fucking radiation there yeah so here's a picture of an abandoned kindergarten those are all beds in the city of chernobyl where the fallout happened
1: yeah this is so haunted looking i just i'm looking at different places and there's a term for we see faces in things it's just like a, a mm-hmm. natural human instinct or whatever but i'm like seeing i'm just like this is <laughs> very haunted yeah they're just like bed frames essentially just like
0: rusted gross Decating. rotted yeah decayed bed frames i mean this is not directly caused by the yeah. explosion but it's just that those years of like emptiness you know, they just left, left there yeah they, i would hope you wouldn't go back to it that's not safe yeah i mean (laughs) for sure but it's just that like it's just there you know yeah like you can't do anything with it yeah there's no way to salvage it sure recycle it you can't like yeah like the safest thing to do is just leave it yeah um. god that's so crazy the death toll Two people were killed with the reactor explosion, and two more were severely burned. Mm. There was 134 station staff and firemen that were hospitalized with acute radiation syndrome. 28 of those died within days to months. Um, 14 uh, later died with suspected radiation-induced cancer within Uh the next 10 years. Model predictions with the greatest confident values, quote-unquote, Estimate the total death total at four thousand fatalities only in the Soviet states. So if you include the rest of Europe, where sure. that fallout went, there's anywhere between nine thousand to sixteen thousand
1: deaths. Wow. And I'm sure you don't get into like radiation like syndrome and basically radiation poisoning and stuff, but it's not pretty. Oh no. It's god
0: absolutely not i looked it up the first time i read about it and i was like never again never mind i don't really want to talk about them a whole lot but i did want to mention them because not that i think it's hilarious in the sense of like oh my god that's funny it's like oh my god that's how you fixed it which i mean like i know that's how you need to but have you heard of the sarcophagus Chernobyl nuclear power plant sarcophagus no. um so how they decided to fix this issue was to put a dome over it, <laughs> it just kind of stop the spread because you know, it just kept happening yeah like it was just kept putting out reactive particles into the air there there was no way they could stop it so they just put a sarcophagus over it I'll find a picture and put it on the blog posts yeah. and instagram
1: um I just... I mean, like, you put a dome on it, so now it's just seeping into the earth,
0: like... uh, They went back later. So, like, the sarcophagus was a temporary fix just to oh, stop gotcha, it. gotcha, gotcha. And then they went back, I think, recently, like, 2016, recently. That's still not great. Like I 40 know. Four years later. <laughs> I'll have to double check. Maybe sure. it's 2006. Yeah, they went back and did the Chernobyl safe... New safe confinement, which okay. I'm pretty sure they went under and just, like, poured concrete down there. So, like, it is completely encased. Also because the sarcophagus was decaying. Sure. <laughs> I think it got a giant hole in it and they were like, well, we don't have to fix this. Um
1: maybe we should do a better job this time right. too, you know, while we're at it. Oof. So,
0: what went wrong? <laughs> Again, so much. Um the unstable dirt reactor, big one. Uh yeah. design flaws. And then biggest one that i am very upset with like not like i could have done anything because it was the 80s and yeah. in russia <laughs> but like what upsets me the most is their inadequately trained personnel and that were just kind of given instructions to follow and that lacked crucial information how about a joke break <laughs> all right <laughs> So these lovely jokes have been supplied
1: by Jessie's mom. Yeah, Mama Coyote. She gave all three of us these cute little Halloween cards. So um she literally was thinking about our like show when she was kinda like picking these out and getting these for us. Mine, my joke is, what does a ghost doing karate say? What does it say? Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little. I'll just, oh my God. Uh, I'll post little pictures like outside of our, like this post. I'll post them on like Instagram and, and whatever. Yeah, I get to see the cute little karate
0: ghost kicking with a little booyah. So, All this right. is my first time seeing mine, so I'm very excited. <laughs> is it good? <laughs> what do you call three intoxicated ghosts on Halloween? What? Three sheets to the wind. Ah! <laughs>
1: yes is the card cute yes it is oh my god the ghosts are so funny thank you mama coyote and then toby has one too i'm just gonna open it he doesn't have to know he won't listen to this episode for forever if ever Okay, yeah that one this one's hard to we'll post a picture of this one because it's got different uh sheet costumes you have bull sheet ape sheet (laughs) piece of sheet sheet heats the fan sheets and giggles crock of sheet <laughs> amazing so yeah we'll post pictures of those on our instagram and also on our twitter so you get to see that and have some have some joy in your life <laughs> around all this the sadness and, and death
0: all right Rhonda, what's next on the docket do you know what brings me joy what christmas Sure. Oh, yeah. Is this the one that's <laughs> the, right after Christmas? <laughs> On December 26, 2004, occurred the Sri Lanka tsunami rail disaster.
1: Is this one that's also kind of a natural disaster? This, this one's a natural disaster. Yeah. But, like,
0: it was just... I'll, I'll get mean, in, in. like, there was, like, nothing could have prevented this. Like, gotcha. The, well, as there was far no railway like, there. Yeah, but I mean, like... Sure. You can't really stop a tsunami. Yeah. I mean, you can help deter it, but, like... It's yeah gonna hit somewhere. Attempts were made too. Like they did literally everything they could. That's good. So I mean, but it's just like gutting. So I wanted to share. (laughs) Here's a picture. Yeah, it's just yeah. I'm
1: guessing the railway was not over here before. Yeah, so this picture is of just, like, a rail car, basically, just, like, sort of, like, on its side, just absolutely nowhere near where I think the the railway is that it used to be on, and it's just totally, um, just, like, jacked up on the bottom, or it was probably ripped off, I'm guessing.
0: Whew. So this is the largest single rail disaster in the world. Wild. Um, so it's the matara express operated between colombo and gali i want to say it left the station at six fifty a.m it contained 1500 paid passengers oh, and yeah. an unknown number of unpaid passengers which also included those with travel passes and government travel permits oh sure so, as well as like hitchhikers kind yeah of just, i'd like... say
1: that's pretty i mean from what i've heard in things that's pretty common that you have the paid mm-hmm. passenger and then people who like jump on right like, that's pretty common in there their transit
0: this crowded passenger train was destroyed on a coastal rail- railway in sri lanka by a tsunami which followed the 2004 indian ocean earthquake oh wild um so the earthquake happened out in the ocean and the shock waves sent the tsunami mm-hmm. um and this railway railway was only like 600 meters from the shore mm. like yeah you cannot get away from that <laughs> yeah. just pick up the railway and just move it a little bit <laughs> it's fine So attempts were made to stop the train, um, but failed because personnel were unable to answer the phone at Mm. Ambal Angad until after the train left, and then personnel at the stations further south had already fled or been killed by the waves. Wow. I don't,
1: when you were like kind of talking about this and just bring it up, I just, it didn't occur to me that there'd just be people on it. That, like obviously, obviously that's gonna be the case. But that's just I just did not think about that of just like all the people like potentially on this train and just not realizing this was coming. Right. When was this? Um, two thousand four. Wow. In India. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, that makes sense. I feel like. Yeah. Even in two thousand four, I feel like some parts of, I don't know, some parts of the U.S.
0: I still feel like you could have had something like that. Oh, definitely. Right. I mean, like this was one of the things that. They did everything right, and it still happened because as soon yeah. as they knew about the earthquake, they tried to contact the train to get it to stop. Like sure. efforts were made immediately. But yeah, Unlike the those... other ones, were like it's probably fine, they're like, no, we got to stop this train. It just literally could not. Yeah. Timeline after that, the train halted in the village of per- Perlia at nine thirty. Um, as they saw the encroaching wave coming towards them. Again, 600 meters from the water. Locals climbed atop the train, thinking it would secure them on the rails, and others sought shelter from the waves behind the train. Uh, Ten minutes later, the train was picked up and smashed against trees and houses, crushing those who sought shelter, and threw those that were on top, either crushing them or drowned them. The carriages were so packed with people that the doors could not be opened as they filled with water, drowning almost everyone inside. Yikes. The train was carried 100 meters into a swamp, and they couldn't even locate it without the help of a helicopter, and the train was not located until 4 p.m. because the country was just so shocked and devastated, and emergency services were overwhelmed that immediate rescue was impossible yeah so like there could have been more people that survived just could not have happened so here's a picture of the train after it was moved into the swamp and the one after that too it's so god this is
1: so wild because like there's this one so like um in the picture you have a
0: I don't know there's a blue train and then i'm pretty sure that the blue is the engine the and the red is the passenger cars gotcha
1: yeah it's just one of those it's so wild to me that probably partly unfortunately they don't look as damaged and that's probably i mean if it got filled up with water and then it gets thrown and not damaged i mean Mm -hmm. then the water doesn't you know you just if anybody was still alive in there
0: it's they're just it's just trapped so, oh. fortunately, 150 people on the train did survive. Oh, wow. Um, but between 1,700 and 2,000 people did die. Damn. Can you imagine? That's being just from this train accident. It was not even including the, the, the town tsunami behind and it. the hole. Yeah. Just all the damage. Wow. Um, but out of the, those that died, only 900 bodies were recovered, either from like being dragged back out to sea. Or it, some of it took so long that family members would come and see if they could find the remains um, and take them themselves yeah. for burial. That's so like, sad, man. There is no like, what went
1: wrong? Like, yeah. they did everything they could. I mean, what went wrong is just, you know,
0: the uh, earthquakes, you know, like mm-hmm. it wasn't something that. I, I don't mean, know. like nowadays, if like good cell service would maybe help prevent it, but like sure. even then did everything they could yeah so.
1: do you like campfires I feel like I'm gonna like them less after
0: this <laughs> campfires are okay I don't like camping very much I don't like camping either um and I would say a significant portion of California also does mm. not like campfires <laughs> well during uh what is it like a uh, wildfire season yeah <laughs> uh, I read that there is no longer a wildfire season is it just like all the time yeah oh mm-hmm. But they do have a specific like dry season. Yeah, like, they do. Especially bad season. But like, I'm not gonna get into it right now. But I was reading about it. I'm like, the fuck you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, the campfire of eight uh, 2018. I don't know why I almost said 1812. <laughs> <laughs> the campfire of 1812. Oh my god, 2018. 2018. That was so soon, right? Oh my god. Um, This happened on November 8th. It is California's deadliest wildfire. I'm pretty sure I remember this. Number six in the U.S. and 13th in the world. It was so intense that it melted cars and reduced bodies to bone. Holy shit. Um, 85 people died and at least six of these died in their cars as they tried to escape. Oh, God. God. 19,000 buildings were destroyed and it burned 153,336 acres. Wow. The towns of Paradise and Concow were incinerated.
1: Oh the irony. Of the break. town of
0: Paradise. Oh no. <laughs> the total cost of damage was 16.65 billion dollars. I was pretty sure you were going to say billion, but I was like maybe it was just million. <laughs> oh Let's talk timeline. I feel like it's going to be real quick. <laughs> so due to the uh, heat season, some of the power lines were down mm. as like routine to do through Pacific gas and electric. Um, and so, uh, but the transmission lines were still up. Um, so one of the employees going to check on one of the transmission lines spotted the fire at 6:33 a.m the fire began to spread and reports in Concow began at 7 a.m first response not first responders but like um yeah I guess first responders because they were calling in 911 first responders told those with concerns that there was no danger Whew, yeah, um, we're back to this <laughs> and we're not in Russia this time no this is 2018 to California. <laughs> Evacuation finally began at 8 a.m., but that was only after the fire reached paradise. So it was already like to town when they began evacuating. Yeah. Not even like it was also a fast moving fire, too. Like, but they also had an hour and a half to see it coming. They could have started right. the whole process. It took 17 days to fully contain the fire. Holy shit fire started on november 8th and was not completely contained until november 25th that's almost an entire no i was gonna say that's almost an entire month that's half a month yeah so here's a picture of the normal san francisco bridge compared to what it looked like on that day and san francisco was i mean it was near but like not like that near I would say, I mean, yeah, like anywhere
1: like near in California can still be like six to eight hours right. away. Like it's so, it's such a big state. Yeah. So like in this picture, I mean, on the right side, it's like all, you know, regular and nice and like blue. And on the left, it's just, it looks like it's a black and white photo. Mm-hmm. Like li- like you cannot see the town behind it. You cannot see the water. you Yeah. That's insane. There's a picture,
0: an aerial picture of the fire.
1: looks like uh what's that one character in fern gully the uh smog yeah like looks like he's like in there like in this like middle part oh it looks yeah you just can see the uh around the edges is just like red and clearly burning you can just see it just like go like spreading i have an article that will
0: be linked on um our blog where it goes into per- people's personal accounts of what happened that day and like how like what the situation was like for them and it's yeah. very fascinating to read and just heartbreaking so if you want more information i was say i wonder i mean like we have friends who are in california
1: i bet they have like not necessarily accounts i don't know how close mm-hmm. any of them were but i'm sure they remember it and, right. and remember hearing about it mm-hmm. yeah god it's just so much smoke it's just completely opaque you just like cannot see at all here's a
0: side-by-side compare, like a the day of and then the aftermath that is paradise there are no buildings left completely incinerated holy shit um there was i believe at the time like the week after i want to say there was like 640 people missing um and yeah. then like first responders and like park rangers went out to go like try to find people sometimes there was only like fragments of bone left they could find because like a fire ate everything there was yeah like i can't there's like no identifiers there no
1: yeah you just i mean you have people that you're like well they're you know they're gone so you just figure they've mm-hmm. got to be
0: somewhere there right God, so, so um, in the aftermath they did find uh the faulty electric transmission line owned by pacific gas and electric and they were charged with 84 counts of involuntary manslaughter Good. Mm-hmm. Which then uh, the company bankrupt after that for paying for reparations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Damn.
0: Brings us to our last one. <laughs> Woo! Seveso Disaster. Mm-hmm. So it was in Seveso, Italy. I didn't write down the dates, though. This was the last one I did, and I was just like, go, 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 go. So a cloud containing a kilo of TCDD, a carcinogenic byproduct of the trichlorophenol used to produce hand soaps leaked from the Seveso chemical plant. It settled over the towns of Medea and Seveso. 700 people were evacuated and 33,000 animals were found dead. I don't even care
1: about the fucking people. Those poor animals.
0: It gets worse. <laughs> they don't. Jessie. Oh no, they don't know they have to evacuate. They don't know what's happening. No, it gets worse. Oh um, no. To prevent further poisoning of the food chain, eighty thousand animals were killed. That's so sad. Children in this area develop chloracne, which is a skin condition caused by overexposure to halogenated aromatic compounds often reported by military veterans that's really sad icmesa which was the the plant where it happened initially refused to admit that the dioxin release had occurred it took a week before a statement was issued and then another week before evacuation began they're like what what issue what what are you talking (laughs) about there's nothing wrong here (laughs) soon after an investigation of the plant showed that the factory safety systems were designed to do very little more than prevent explosions. It had no environmental protection, no warning systems, or any health protection protocols for the local community. Wow. This area was turned into a public park (laughs) and is permanently off limits for development. There are Two artificial hills in this area, which underneath contains toxic remnants, uh, including destroyed houses, tons of contaminated soil, and animal remains, all contained into a sarcophagus. Oh, my God.
1: Is it a park that people can go to?
0: Yeah, it's a public park. Oh, my God. I mean, there's not, like, a super lasting effect because of it's not nuclear i would
1: say it's just a different i mean it's a different type of chemical like it's yeah. dangerous in its way but they were able to contain it better
0: it's contained they put it in a box
1: and put it underground essentially yikes just i just that's
0: okay <laughs> one of the things i read though was like it's meant to hold like it's meant the sarcophagus is meant to last 300 years and i'm like what happens after 300 years Like, are you going to remember to fix this? Or are you just going to leave it?
1: I assume it's going to I mean, I I figure it's going to be similar to like Chernobyl kind of things. It'll still, there'll be spikes. There'll be something happening. And like, oh shit, we got to go reinforce it. You hope that there's people in place and systems in place that they'll do something before then or they'll like reinforce it and stuff. But you know, we let this happen in the first place.
0: So what went wrong? (laughs) It was an unforeseen exothermic reaction, which increased temperature, slowed decomp- decomposition of reaction mass, uh, form- formation of gases, and rise in pressure mm. caused to this leak. Also, the fucking failed safety of the factor the plant, whatever, is... Mm, yeah. Like, honestly, I've been thinking about going into public safety... And just, like, enforcing the shit out of these things. Because, like, I'm a worrier by mm-hmm. nature. And I always think in what ifs. So, like, it would be, like, so fucking tight. Like, like nothing f- getting past me. <laughs>
1: Finally, my time has come. Like <laughs> Someone's like, something's going wrong. You're like, oh, no, I've already got, like, plans A through Z on what to happen in this situation. Like, did you let's check go. It, did
0: you check backup plan 355 part
1: right. B? Oh, shit. What? Flip, 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 flip. <laughs>
0: I obviously. can't find it. Well, obviously, it's right here. Right. If you read the
1: manual. Manual part five.
0: It's like um, the big Da Rules book. Yeah. <laughs> Barely on there.
1: It's literally. You <laughs> pull a little magnifying glass to look at the section.
0: That's all I had. Woo. Be prepared. For
1: part two. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> part two being as we go deep dive into all things chemical waste,
0: all things like nuclear That'll be the part, too. If you do want some deep dives of, like, these things, like, on their own, because there's so much more I could have gone into, like, I just, I dipped my toe into it. <laughs> we can go, we can go diving if you mm-hmm. want to. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. going to say, we'll do a, this
1: will be one of part of, part of one of our, like, informal series, because I want to do some, not, like, natural disasters, per se, but I want to do some, like, like, just wild like parts of nature, are wild. Mm-hmm. I got into it just like a tiny tiny bit with the Morbid Fun Facts where it was the part of um Antarctica where it looks like a whale has died on a glacier. <laughs> it's the blood falls in Antarctica. It's about the
0: exploding whale in Oregon. That's right. Oh my god. We can have the we'll find the We're going to link that on Twitter. <laughs>
1: We'll put that in the blog post too. We'll have like a link or whatever, a video or whatever. You can go watch. God, there's a really terrible one where it has like dramatic music.
0: You just see see people being caught covert oh it's so
1: gross so for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about one of our friends uh shout out kieran who like we were on a trip to um our trip in um florida yeah florida visiting friends but yeah he was just like hey have y'all heard of you know the time that they got rid of a whale carcass by exploding it? we're like the fuck are you talking about he's they're like yeah watch this like dramatic video you just like watch it you're on the you know you see it from far away or whatever but you're on the beach ever and all of a sudden it's like like, literally, it's so, like, I don't know, It it it's so unassuming. It's just, like, like, literally, and it just, like, explodes in this,
0: like, puff of just red. Oh, God. The bad thing is, it didn't even work. The whole reason they wanted to explode it was so they didn't have to cut it up, but it didn't do anything except rupture the, like, outside. They oh. still had to cut it up. Like, the only out good outcome for this was the seagulls were well fed, like... <laughs> You you could just see people covered, the cars were covered. It was everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, I look forward to that video.
1: It's bad enough quality or like low enough quality that it's not super like gruesome per se. It's more like just it's funny, but it's that like awful, morbid, like uh it's definitely morbid humor, but it's that um horrifying like funny I don't know I do want to say I don't I
0: think just already mentioned it the whale was dead before this yeah and oh it was God. already dead when it washed up on shore yeah. they did not kill a beached whale and then explode it like it was it had yes. been dead for a while
1: yeah exactly it was just one it, every once in a while this happens from mm-hmm. places that have shores is that animals just they die naturally yeah
0: I just wanted to reiterate that we are not laughing at someone killing an animal oh
1: my no we are laughing no. at the idiotic
0: mistakes of humans
1: trying to like make less work for themselves and we or something. made more oh my god it just made it so much worse so much worse well thanks Rhonda. <laughs> this has been so much fun well everyone we hope that you have uh enjoyed this episode hope that you uh got some morbid morbid fascination out of it Go check out our blog post octopod.wordpress.com. You can see all the sources. See the whale video that we just talked about. See the fun and interesting. And if you like uh, pictures of things that are like you know apocalyptic or like post-apocalypse pictures, or just like. Things decaying, things being taken back by you know whatever. You'll probably enjoy the pictures. We're not going to post any that are especially like gruesome. There were a couple that Rhonda did show me that were that we will not be posting. That you can go find in your own if you're really interested in seeing them. Yeah, you can go check out the the Instagram post. But if you like to support us, show that you enjoy our episodes. You can like, follow, and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to these episodes. You can check out our blog, as I said, octopod.wordpress.com. You can like us on Insta and Twitter at Octopod. You can comment on any of our posts. We'd love to hear other things that you'd like us to explore maybe in this realm. You can tell us about some of the facts. You can correct us on how we pronounced things. Please. (laughs) And, yeah, just in general, if there's any, like, facts about these that weren't, like, mentioned, we can do some, like, highlights maybe on, like, Twitter and different places. And if you want to enjoy fun things to light your life up and just, like, fun facts that are spooky but not in the terrifying way, go follow us on Twitter. TikTok we have a TikTok now at Octopod we're doing 31 days of spooky fast facts and then just in general we're going to be doing like fast fact Fridays so you can go check out less horrifying fast facts I'm sure there will be still some horrifying ones I did just record one that was a little horrifying but a a child dying of side poisoning from a pixie stick so that's a little more morbid on that side but you know we can't not do that obviously that's just us (laughs) But yeah, we hope that you enjoyed. And Rhonda is going to
0: finish us out with a joke. Where do baby ghosts go during the day? Where day scare? Aw, that's so <laughs> cute. Day
1: scare. So cute. And as always, see you next Tuesday. Bye. Occupied Thoughts is brought to you by Jesse Schaff, Rhonda W, and Tobias Collins, and produced by Jesse Schaff. Our intro was the alluring Elizabeth Cobb. Featured music is Bitchin' by Kaiju Chaos. Find more on SoundCloud or TikTok. That's K-A-I-J-U chaos. Want more info on the show? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Octopod or reach out to us via email octopod at gmail.com. That's O-C-T-H-O-P-O-D. See you next time. there's a what went wrong (laughs) idiots thinking like oh this will be
0: (laughs) god anyway should do another what went wrong just with like stupid human decisions that didn't
1: end in a ton of death (laughs) Yeah, just like some inconvenience or you know property damage whatever at most 'Cause I'm sure some of these cars didn't. Get oh, out of like there the stupid free. criminals that like are terrible at being criminals. I actually want to do an episode that's all one of my favorite things, I need to like figure out how to look this up, but I really want to do an episode where it's like people who basically criminals who played themselves that they did shit that ended up getting them caught. Like mm-hmm. specifically they did something and it like that's what led to them getting caught. I really I just like that idea of like folks who played themselves by whatever they did. I have a couple of funny ones I've heard on other podcasts, like the folks who tried to use a, a mule as a getaway. <laughs> and the mule was like, yeah. fuck you. I remember, I remember that one. It's like, um, no. Exactly. <laughs> just The like, fuck not. It was like a 12-year-old mule or something. And they lived to be like 20 or 30. I mean, they lived pretty... But still. Like, yeah. Just like, fuck you guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway.
0: Nothing. You just had a pause and I just see you kicking her in the face. But well, she yeah, did she it. Started you started did it.
1: Pizza.
0: I know. You... She is a pizza thief. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I'm not Like she's fucking opened a pizza box right in front of me before and was like, Oh <laughs> you left this here for me.
1: It's so funny. I, I remember that having like she lifted the lid and had her entire plot. <laughs> oh yes, locked. I've seen her do that kind of thing before. She would be. I did. Oh, I did that. Um, that audio where it's just like, uh, "You are the epitome of dread" or whatever. And it's like, "Are you okay?" Like my cat stole my breath Like she oh, would. Oh, she I, absolutely I would. That, remember? Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember. I used it. But I'm just like this would be Adelaide. <laughs> pretty sure I put that in the caption or like a comment or something I'm just like this would be her anyway
0: mic is an agor- fucking bullshit I swear mic is an a agor- <laughs>
1: organic? I'm trying to say organic.
0: it's a gorgon <laughs>
2: Oz York does. Oz York's does. Fucking bullshit. Err, we already said that.
0: La 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 la. <laughs> Miss Adelaide.
1: Little girl. You're a menace. A menace.
2: Okay, and we're back.
1: You can just, like, melt from the inside, oh, yeah. basically.
0: Definitely. We'll get into it more in my special episode. Right? Great. Special. <laughs> Delicious. Yum, yum. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Today's been a day. Mm. I'm to it great. I feel like I have cotton in my brain, so, like... <laughs>